and says, No, it was 1917. I know because it was the summer we hanged the Kaiser in effigy. You're right, my grandmother says. There was a parade through the neighborhood and we strung him up on a streetlight in front of St. Adalbert's, lit a big fire out of trash. And I'm sitting there thinking, how many people remain who can speak the sentence, It was the summer we hanged the Kaiser in effigy. Her parents were from Krakow. Krakow is how she'd say it. She told me that her father tuned organs in a church there. They ended up in Chicago, back at the Yards neighborhood. Poles, Germans, Austrians, what my grandfather called Bohunks and Polacks, all of us. Her father ran a corner store, canned goods, boxes of basics, shelves of staples for the families who washed up on the block. Families of men who worked the slaughterhouses, the Chicago Union Stockyards. For a good hundred years, there was nothing like it on earth. An entire square mile of Chicago, devoted to butchering cattle and hogs, or any other beast a man could ship from America's hinterlands, our prairies and plains, turning it into canned meat, churning all of it into the bounty of America. This was the land of Swift, the kingdom of armor. Chicago as the disassembly line. Chicago. How fast and how efficiently a creature could be reduced, rendered, broken down. On summer nights, when the wind blew off the lake, the stench of death and dung hung over the whole city. My grandmother told me that some nights in her bed, she'd be awakened by what she called the sad groaning, beasts in the dark, all those miles away. Chicago. That was them, running their store and living in a small apartment in the back of it my grandmother, her baby sister, her father, and mother. That is, until her brother is born and their mother dies in the bedroom, giving birth. Her father pushed the baby into my grandmother's hands. The baby, still bloody, said, Here. Then he got drunk. My grandmother was left to raise her sister and her baby brother. A year later, when my grandmother was twelve, her father found a new wife, Sally. Sally was sixteen. Sally turned my grandmother's father against her, and the day that my grandmother turned fifteen, she left, took a job cleaning houses for some rich people. But she persevered. To me, perseverance is the great trait. She taught me that. I was in my thirties when I told my grandparents I wanted to see the old neighborhood. This was March, thick of Lent. We get in my mother's Buick. Chunks of rotting snow cling to the edge of the road, crusted over with carbon, looking like they were smeared with newsprint. News of days long past. Forgotten. When we get to the old neighborhood, I round a corner and hear my grandfather from the back seat. Black Betty lived in that house. Olive skin. Give her a quarter and she'd let you lie with her in the weedy lot. In the rearview mirror, I see my grandmother elbow him. What? he says. I never done it, but it's true. That's the story I heard. I want to see St. Adalbert's, where they were married, one of those hulking masses of soot-stained stone, the kind they always tell you was built by immigrants pennies and nickels. And as we start walking up the steps, my grandmother freezes. She's been holding my arm to steady herself on the icy steps, but now she's tightened her grip. She tells me she's thinking of when her mother died and men shouldered her coffin from their house through the streets to the church. When the guys carrying my mother's casket got here, 
They set it down on the steps right here and opened it. Final viewing, the priest said. I was standing next to her casket, and when I looked down at my mother, I saw her face move. I thought she was alive, and I tugged my father's sleeve. Oh, I was so happy. I thought, God has heard me. And then my father says, look again. And you know what it was? Little worms. They'd already started. She looks at me. Her bottom lip trembles. We couldn't afford to preserve her. Years later, I was home from New York one October when I went to see my grandmother. Over the past few months, she had been deteriorating, mentally. In the span of six months, she'd gone from living on her own to being in a nursing home. Or assisted living, as they call it now. She was in Central Baptist Village. Not that she's Baptist.